0: Back to episode number 32 of the Believe in Minnesota Football Podcast presented by the Believe Network. I'm your host, Tony Liebert, and you can follow me on Twitter at Tony Liebert and Instagram at Tony underscore Liebert. That is T-O-N-Y-L-I-E-B-E-R-T. For today's episode, I'll be recapping. The Gophers' performance at last week's NFL Scouting Combine. Um, four were invited Boye Mafe, Daniel Falele, Blaze Andries, and Asezi Otomiwo. Uh, three of them competed. Asezi is still recovering from an injury, but I'll uh, react to uh, their testing numbers and I'll preview the upcom- their upcoming Pro Day on March 16th. And I will close the show with an interview with Vanderbilt defensive end transfer Lorenzo Sergers. combine is obviously an interesting thing uh in the last 10 to 15 years it's obviously became such a big deal as the NFL continues to grow honestly um it kind of gets blown somewhat out of proportion uh but I uh, I'm a huge uh draft fan I love following the draft and based on what I know is it it still uh does have importance um the thing that fans obviously don't get to see is all the players interview with teams during the week uh which is a huge uh factor in where they fall on teams draft boards I believe um uh, but even for the testing the physical testing of measuring in I think is a big deal because anyone who follows sports knows that all these athletes even if you played sports in high school you add an inch 20 pounds onto your under your listing at the school. And uh, once you get the official numbers, then the teams actually can determine how big and tall you are. Um, but then even the uh, the athletic testing numbers, I think, still do play a factor um, because it, it puts a number onto your film, obviously, a, a team knows how fast you play at, and it, so like, if you have, have a bunch of prospects grouped together, from what I know, is it's really easy for teams now, when they have numbers, with all these prospects that are grouped together to separate them, let's say, for example, Boy maffe he's probably in a group, uh, he's in the second tier of uh, defensive. Ends in this draft slated to go in the back end of the second round. There's probably anywhere from two to five in the first tier, and then uh, Mafe's probably in the second tier with another three to five guys. And he tested very well at the combine, so he's probably able to separate himself from that group. And if he did, if he interviewed well, he's able to separate himself from that group even more. So, on top of that, I think the combine is important. It's not, at the end of the day, how good you are of a football player determines where you get drafted, but this, nevertheless, it still was a huge week for all four of these players. Um, I guess we'll start with the offensive linemen who arrived first, and on Tuesday, Blaze Andrews and Daniel Falale. Began doing interviews with media and teams, and they did that on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and then they measured on Friday, and uh, Falele was six foot eight, three 384 pounds, and obviously all Gophers fans know how big he is, uh, but I saw some things I'm pretty sure he would be the biggest football player in the NFL right now, which is just wild to think about. Uh, just a massive human being, and that's his main selling point. He has potential that teams don't even know because there hasn't been anyone his size. Um, and then so he's apparently still recovering from an injury as well. So he opted to only compete in the bench press event, and he had twenty four reps at two hundred twenty five pounds, which is a very solid number for an offensive lineman. I I, I can't imagine that bench press. uh really um is that much of a factor for these teams in their draft boards but a lot of times it's like how you handle the event uh and like how you handle the whole week how you handle competition how you carry yourself so as a fan of these players I don't think any of us really know how well the week truly went for them um especially when they only do one event that we're able to see. But I, I think uh, Falele certainly did not hurt his draft stock this week. Um, as for Blaze Andries, he measured, up, measured at 6'6", 308, which is terrific for him um, because he will likely play guard at the next level. And that's... Uh, great size for a guard. Team's obviously the bigger the better, and he ran a 5-1-7 40-yard dash, which I think is a really solid, it's not in the upper percentile or the elite tier, but it's a really solid number. Like, that doesn't hurt his draft stock. Like, if you run really slow and you're going to play a guard, like if you ran like a 5-4, that would probably hurt his draft stock. So, I don't think it helped it, but it certainly didn't help, hurt it with his 40-time he had a 30 and a half inch vertical, which is really good for a guy who's 300 pounds. Um, he had 106 inches in the broad jump, which is another solid number for an offensive lineman. Um, eight, 784 in the three cone drill and 468 in 20 yard shuttle. All uh, relatively solid numbers. Um, his ceiling, unfortunately, I think is still day three getting drafted. Um, but he certainly did not hurt that at this uh, week's combine. And I think he can certainly hear his name called on day three, uh, anywhere from rounds four, five, six, or seven. And uh, hopefully he does. Uh, as for the defensive alignment, they checked into the event Wednesday and then did interviews on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, Boy, Mafé and Asesio Otomiwo um, and then their physical testing took took place on Saturday. And Asese, he measured in at 6'5", 285, which is great numbers for a defensive end. That's really a stereotypical NFL defensive end. And he did not do any testing. Uh, still recovering from a late season injury, and he didn't compete at the Senior Bowl. There's still no word if he will compete at the Pro Day on March 16th. But if he does, that could be a big day for him. Um, he'll also likely be a day three guy. And being that he's still kind of recovering from injury, I think if he's able to compete in the pro day, it'll it'll be big for his draft stock. Um, but as for Boy Mafia, who probably had the most to gain this week at the combine, he measured in at 6'4", 261, which is obviously a bit on the... Uh, smaller side for a true hand in the dirt defensive end and he did test with the linebackers um, but I fully expect him to still play on the edge in the NFL. Um, people like to pigeonhole defensive ends and outside linebackers and I think the difference between those positions is almost kind of like in the NBA where it's like so positionless. Uh Defensive football in the NFL is kind of becoming that way. And I think an outside linebacker and a defensive end in most schemes uh, do a lot of similar things, and with especially with Boy Mafe's four five three uh, 5 40-yard dash, that is elite numbers for an edge rusher. Um, he's going to have the versatility... He showcased that he's going to have the versatility to... to Drop back in coverage sometimes. Kind of more play uh, like a Von Miller than a Daniil Hunter. Um, and he had a 38-inch vertical, which is su- superb number. 125-inch uh, broad jump. So that's 19 more inches than Blaze Andrews. And he did not do the three-cone or 20-yard shuttle. Um, but I... So... I think based on, right now, based on everything that I read and see, Boye's range is probably anywhere from pick 25 to 40. I'd kind of be shocked if he's outside of that range, especially after this performance at the Combine. And all it takes is one team to fall in love. Um, He could go earlier than that, but I would, if I had to put money on it right now, I bet he would fall in that range. And then, like I said, Asese is probably a day three guy if he does get drafted. Same with Blaze Andrews. And then as for Falele, based on what I'm hearing is he's probably more of like 35 to 60. Like, I bet he'll be a round two guy. I would be floored if he fell past uh day two but NFL teams like potential and he obviously has it so maybe maybe I'd go 25 he has a bigger range I'd say like 25 to 50 although I'd kind of be shocked if he went 25 I'll stick with 30 to uh 60 I bet it'll be a second round draft pick um but I don't think anyone hurt their draft stock at this week's combine based on everything I have heard and read um but now all four players will look towards Minnesota's Pro Day on March 16th as an as another opportunity to showcase themselves. And the at the Pro Day, it'll be a big day for a player like Coquieft, who some were confused why he didn't get invited to the combine. I still think he has a place in the NFL. He's an elite blocking tight end. And there are a lot of teams that still use that in their scheme. Um, and then Coney Durr. Uh, As for, like, Coney Durr, Jack Gibbons, and Sam Schluter, unfortunately, I don't know if any of them are going to get drafted. But I think all three of them have a chance to get onto a training camp roster, so the Pro Day could be a big deal for those three guys. Uh, But the NFL Draft will take place the 28th through the 30th. So, still got about almost two full months. Now probably about well, six weeks until the uh, NFL draft takes place. And hopefully we hear, my guess is we hear four Gophers names called, and there's a chance that Coquie gets drafted in like the seventh round, but we'll see. I'm going to close this week's show out with a terrific interview with Vanderbilt defensive end transfer Lorenza Sergers, who should have a, pretty big role in the defensive line rotation this year with the Gophers. It's a great interview and well worth the listen. All right. Now let me now introduce a very special guest, Lorenzo Sergers. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing terrific. Um, So I uh, I guess we'll just kind of get right into it. uh, That... uh, you're obviously practicing and working out with the Gophers. Um, how uh, soon did you join the team? And I guess how long have you been uh, with the team? How did that kind of whole process work starting out?
1: So I got here the uh, beginning of January. So this is my fifth week here. I'm loving it. Like we, we got, we got to work pretty fast. And we got like pro day testing going on next week. So we, we hit the gas pretty, pretty quickly. Yeah.
0: Um. So I guess we'll, uh, kind of go back to your time at uh Vanderbilt. Um, from my point of view as someone in Minnesota, uh, Vanderbilt obviously isn't like a uh, you're competing in the biggest conference in college football, but uh, you guys didn't get many wins on the scoreboard. How did you kind of handle that as a player? Um, when like you're seeing how you are successful individually, but you might not have the team success,
1: yes, sir. I- it definitely hurt a lot because I cared a lot about my teammates and I know we worked hard a lot at that school to to try to reach success, but you know, I just, sometimes you just got to take it one, one day at a time. And when you lose, you can't look at it as losing, just look at it as a chance to grow and where individually and as a team, we could try to uh, look to where we could have done things better and where we can grow as, as a whole unit. So it, it was, it was hard trying to, um, Transfer that to like from feeling a loss and being sad about it to okay, where can I use this to grow?
0: Yeah, um, so you like I said, it was in the SEC. You're playing at all these uh, historic venues against other teams in the conference. Uh, what was the your favorite place that you've uh, played at, like stadium wise?
1: Right, I have to say, probably at the Florida Florida Gators. That 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 environment was just like electric. And anyway, I walked in, I remember when I first walked in, it felt like a movie when I walked into the stadium. Cause it was just straight orange and, and green. <laughs> it's, it's super loud. It was crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. So obviously you played four years there and then you decide to uh, enter the transfer portal. Uh, how kind of intimidating is that process? Not knowing like who's going to call you once you do that. And like not knowing like really what the future holds after you enter the transfer portal.
1: It's it's very intimidating because especially the time that I entered, like a lot of players entered at that same time. So I was I was kind of worried. I was like, I hope I find a good spot in the land, and even if it's not like the best school, I just I just got to prove myself personally. So it, it was just kind of a it was a roller coaster, and I, my parents like I always kept my parents in the loop, and they they were in the same emotional roller coaster with me, trying to stay in the middle. But yeah, it was just it was definitely a very stressful process.
0: Um, so, like, right after you enter the transfer portal, how soon did teams start reaching out? And kind of, like, how was that whole process, like, in the beginning part of it?
1: So, in the beginning, teams actually reached out pretty fast. It was a lot of um, not Power 5 schools at first that reached out on the first day. And then after that, uh, like, it would be a lot of Power 5 schools that would follow me. But it took, like, a couple of weeks. I guess they were evaluating and doing their processes before they actually started being in contact with me but it, it it all happened pretty fast
0: yeah uh so then once the gophers reach out and you make contact with coach flack and the whole staff uh what kind of like initially uh stood out in the recruitment process uh from the gophers compared to other schools
1: i mean as soon as they hit me up i was like dang the gophers are hitting me up like it was already like wow that's crazy and then just when I talked to the coaches, it was just like everyone was so genuine. And as I talked to them more and more because they stayed in contact with me and, and uh, just held normal – it wasn't even – sometimes it wasn't even about football, just normal conversations about how I'm doing. And it just showed that, like, they really care and genuinely are like – they care about the players a lot. So that that's really stood out to me and that they were a great team as well.
0: Yeah, so Coach Flex, obviously a big uh, personality uh, from like your first impressions with him now a few months here and in the recruitment process, uh, how like different is, is he compared to like other coaches that you've had in your career?
1: He's much different. Like he he brings the energy like in the meeting, <laughs> constantly during the meeting I'll be smiling or, or laughing about something because he just he just brings the energy. He's, he's a different kind of coach, but he's also like straight to the point also. like he, He'll make sure you get what you get out of the meeting, but also – Make sure you also enjoy the time while you're here, and it shows that he truly cares. So it's, he's definitely a one of a kind of coach.
0: Yeah. So uh, your position coach, uh, Brick Haley, it's his first year uh, with the Gophers program. Uh, now that you've kind of uh, worked with the team for a few months now, what are your instant impressions of him and like who he is as a
1: coach? He's a he's a great coach. Um, he he's, he reminds me of just like a great family man as well. Like he he comes in. He shows that he cares about guys. He gets after you on the field like he should, and he provides this veteran, like a veteran wisdom that, like, I haven't seen in a while because he, he's been in the game for a while. So it's like he he has so much knowledge to provide for us. And I, I think I, I'm so glad that he came here to be our coach.
0: Yeah. Um. So w- oh, a few months in the program, like, what – is there anything, like, significant from, like, day to day or, like, in your practice or even just the program as a whole that's, like, uh, different than Vanderbilt or different than you, like, expected heading into the program?
1: I think maybe day-to-day, like, how often different than what I expected to come – because I expected, okay, there's a recruiting process and then once you get there. Yeah. Because, like, there's obviously a difference in that. But but when I got here, it was just almost, like, exactly what they were talking about in the recruiting process. And it's, it's, it's weird because I was like, okay, it's, it's obviously going to be a little different once I get there. But they're not going to treat me, yet, like, as – as like they did in the recruiting process, but it's been the exact same as I've gotten here and like everything straight up what they said, the workouts have so much energy. That's, that's what I love the most. The lifts have an extreme amount of energy and we always, they always make it fun no matter what. So that's what I love about it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so with the, your like defensive line teammates and working in practice and in drills and in workouts with all of them, um, isn't, how has that kind of been like fitting in with those group of guys? There's obviously a lot of new transfers, a lot of young guys. Is there anyone specifically that stood out as like you're like, wow, that guy brings it every day?
1: Yeah, I get along with everyone out there, definitely. And uh one guy that really stands out is Thomas Fresh. Like he he brings it every day. Like he 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 moves different. He's like, I see him as a freak. Like he 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 be getting down on. He really he really be balling. So we're excited to play with him. Yeah.
0: Um are there any uh, guys that like the, at the next level in the NFL or even it, uh, in college that you like to watch uh, model your game after?
1: Yeah. Uh, so one guy that's in the league right now that I really like to watch is uh, Arden Key. He came from LSU, and that's, that's the guy who I'm, I'm more built like, and we have the same measurements. So like So I've always watched him since college, and, it, and it's crazy to watch him in the league now. Now, I obviously watch Aaron Donald. Uh, One of my previous uh, former favorite players was Junior Gillet. He's not in the league right now, but I just love watching him play an explosive uh, tackle.
0: Um, How would you describe your game, I guess, in play style to someone who maybe has never watched you play before?
1: I would say I like to play fast and and be technical and always try to be in the right spot. And also just aggressiveness and and physicality.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, you're from North Carolina, and then you obviously played uh, the last four years in Tennessee, and you kind of came to Minnesota in the worst part of the uh, of the year, like, weather-wise. Like, the weather's been pretty uh, crappy the last few months. Like, how have you kind of handled the winter and, I guess, the changes to Minnesota?
1: I'll tell you, when I, when I stepped off the plane, like, my whole face literally froze. Like, <laughs> so, like, that was a that was big step in. And people are asking like, every day, like, how are you doing? Like, I know you're from the South and everything. And I'm like, well, it's it's getting better every day. Like, I remember it was – it was probably, like, a week ago and it got up to the 40s out here. I was like, dang, it's warm out here now. Like, my whole perception of my cold has changed <laughs> this month. So, I, I think I've adjust, adjusted pretty well.
0: Yeah. Um. So, last question I have for you. Uh, I feel like in – uh. Kind of a random question, but in college football, a lot of people are talking about like the bowl games and the college football playoff and all this like postseason stuff. Uh from your point of view as a player, do you think that they should expand the college football playoff or do you think they should keep it with just four teams?
1: Honestly, I think we should they should expand it to maybe probably eight or maybe twelve teams. Cause there's a lot of teams I see like they're actually really good that didn't make it to the top four and it's like Dang, they probably could have put a run on them. So I think they should yeah. expand it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, So I think that's all I got for you today. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this again. And for sure. I, yeah, good luck the rest of the way.
1: For sure. I appreciate you.
0: Yeah. All right, that is all I got for this week's episode. And I appreciate you listening. And as always, row the boat, sky you ma, and go Gophers. That's making